Ozzy, you got rugby fever? Yes, of course. Yeah. Rugby. Although the, uh, I, I feel bad that your Italy All Blacks match got canceled. Yeah. At first it was pretty hard. That's awful. Yeah. How many All family members came over? I think in total we had... How many? Six, four, 10, 13, 14. Then my family was going, so, well, all in all, around 20 people were. With tickets? Yeah. That is awful. 20 tickets. What was it? Was it when, was it when Japan beat Ireland that I sent you the message that was rugby one, cruel, cruel world zero? Yes. Looks like Cruel Cruel World pegged you back, man. One, yeah. It's one all. That's awful. Yeah. But, well, seeing the damage of the typhoon Whatever. later, it was like, you should have wow. seen the damage of the Italian team after the All Blacks got through <laughs> with them. Well, they all, I wonder what their mentality was. It's like, let's get ready for the last game, but then cancelled. Okay, let's go home. <laughs> I mean, it sucks if you're if you're one of the Italians. Mm. Not even like you know, in the off chance that they win, not that, but just to have the opportunity to play. Mm. Because I'm I'm guessing they don't have really many chances to play the All Blacks, no, do they? No. Right, because they're participating in what Six Nations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, once every few years. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're an Italian All Blacks fan, mm. or you're just an Italian fan, but you wanted to see the famous team come to town, so to speak. Yeah, you just get totally shafted out of that. That sucks. And then I read, I think it was the captain, one of their veteran players. It was going to be his retirement game. That's awful. So, yeah, poor guy. <laughs> yeah, so they were really down and, of course, complaining about the decision. Well, they're European. Mm. Of course they're going to complain. Mm. That's, what, that's what Europe does best. <laughs> just... Yeah, but, well... We're, we're on to the knockout stages, Heck yeah. so that's going to be... By we, you mean Japan? We, yes. Japan and New Zealand. It reminds me of a, a speech one of my friends gave to become president of Mu Alpha Theta, the Mathematics National Honor Society in high school. Okay. Where uh, he said to the, the members, you know, it was like the campaign speech, him versus mm -hmm. another person, mm. and he said... Um, said something along the lines of, at Mu Alpha Theta, we're all a bunch of individuals, and I think we need to come together as a collective we. Now, I've seen everybody's me-ness, but I need to see some more we-ness. Come on, everybody, show me your we-ness. <laughs> yeah. That's, well, did He got everyone, elected president. Did everyone, well, We all showed a little we-ness that day. Wow. <laughs> he was the president, yeah. So when you say we, I'm, I'm assuming you're meaning the Brave Blossoms. Yeah. Did you know yeah. that I, I saw these statistics for the Scotland match? 60 million people watched it. Oh. In Japan. Just in Japan. 60 million. It so was like 50% oh. of the pop. Yeah. Oh. It was the most widely watched rugby match in a single country ever. Really? Yeah. Like the entire UK population is only 67 million. Yes. And then like South Africa is less than that. New Zealand's mm. like 4 million. Uh, <laughs> What Australia is probably I don't know twenty thirty yeah. something like that, so yeah oh. the the largest the single most widely watched match in a single market ever wow insane Japan I think they really love winners <laughs> well I'm, they just like 
people trying hard. Mm. Just gotta try hard. <laughs> I think the viewer rating would have been a little less if there were ON3. No way, no way. No way, say. Even more, then, then you gotta support them even more. Then uh. they need your help. If you, uh, what is the cliche? If you can't accept them at their worst, you don't accept them, you don't deserve them at their best. Something that 30 something year old single women like to put on their Facebook page. Yeah. Anyways. Go Japan. Go Japan. Yes. Uh, the uh, the Scotland match was, was mm. exciting stuff. Mm. Good back, back and forth action, especially yeah. at the end. That first try in the second half mm. where um, uh, Fukuoka. Fukuoka Ken Kenki. Kenki. Yeah. He stripped the ball, caught yeah. his own strip and then mm. took it all the way down yes, yes i was screaming in my house my children thought i was a madman <laughs> as i was I'm just going go 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 <laughs> yeah i was it was uh probably in my you know my nascent my my very formative still years of you know being a rugby fan mm. probably the coolest single thing i've seen so far oh that was just like the 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 the, the sweetest play i've seen oh. that was that was awesome even in slow motion, the strip, and then just on his fingertips, catch, and then sprint off. That was amazing, yeah. yeah. Uh, Matsushima, he's been amazing as well. Mm. He's, that guy's the truth, man. Mm. He's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, really good stuff. Yeah, Looking yes. forward to the, the Springboks match. Yes, the Springboks. Going to be a revenge, perhaps. Mm. They're not going to forget 2015. 2015, yeah. Where they got their, their face bloodied, their noses bloodied by a, a plucky underdog Japanese team that shocked the world. Shocked the world. Yeah. The single greatest upset in rugby mm. history, they say. They're going to be scared. If Japan win with that top, that game four years ago. I don't know. I don't know. But I saw a funny rugby meme that was a picture of a Brave Blossoms jersey, mm. and it said, this year's scariest Halloween costume in Scotland and Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> On Halloween, people wearing the jacket. That's right. That'll be good. Yeah. Also, South Africa as well, after this weekend. That's right. That's right. Although, the, the, those cats can ball. Mm. They're a good team. Yeah. So. Yeah. But mm, hopefully, they're not too well relaxed and satisfied. Because their mission was to get yeah, yeah, yeah into yeah. the knockout stages, so mission accomplished. Yeah, it's got to be hard because like it's a constant. It's been like a constant escalation of emotional tension. So mm. at some point, you uh, you figure they they've got to just psychologically be yeah drained, mm. and then yeah like anything after this is kind of like a bonus. So it's hard to mm. keep kind of the same edge yeah, as you yeah. would going into it. So, yeah, it'll be an interesting test to see, but good stuff. It's going to be good stuff. Yeah. Now, speaking about rugby, cause mm. I, I mentioned this to you uh, last week when it happened, but we know a rugby player by the name of Ned Hannigan. Now, he's yeah. not on the current uh, Wallabies team. Yes. I don't know if it was through injury or if he just got left out. Mm. Could have been both, maybe. I there think was, he was injured recently. So. Well, I, I shared with you those YouTube videos of that guy, Squidge. He does Squidge Rugby, mm -hmm. the name. And uh, he was doing a review of the Australian team. And he said something about, like, baffling coaching decisions. Yeah. And he said, uh, 
you know, like, oh, in this match, they just made a, a number of baffling coaching decisions, mm -hmm. uh, which is what you'd come to expect from a coaching staff who gave 19 caps to Ned Hannigan. <laughs> and I went, what? <laughs> Shots fired. Oh. Because we love Ned Hannigan. Yeah. I especially love him so you much. Love him, yeah. I sent him a message on mm. Instagram, and he responded. Wow. And I haven't read you the message yet. Mm. I've been keeping it under wraps uh, so we can get your live reaction to it. Okay. So I have just to preface the uh, the actual message. His response uh, was single line, and he just said, "Thanks, I appreciate the support, Billy." Mm. And then I responded back to that. Whoa, I can't believe you responded. I'm going to be a Wallabies fan forever now. And he gave me a thumbs up and a heart. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in some way, perhaps I'm obligated to, uh, to be a Wallabies fan now. But wow. the, uh, the message. So mm. here it is. You've got to prepare yourself. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, this just gives me so much enter, like, endless entertainment to think that he must have seen this and like, shared it to other players. I mean, like, what is this? Mm. Okay, so the message. It says, uh, Dear Mr. Hannigan, Hello, my name is Billy. I'm originally from the States, but now I live in Japan. I just started watching rugby this year for the World Cup. I watched some YouTube videos to learn the rules. In one match, I saw you playing in a Bledisloe Cup uh, year match. Should have said test match. Mm. But I saw you playing in a Bledisloe Cup year match against all the blacks of New Zealand. <laughs> I'm not sure if the video was uploaded Ill illegally, so don't tell anyone. <laughs> Dude, you're a beast. How much do you bench? I know it sounds strange to ask, but how can I get as jacked as you? Diet, workouts, any advice that you could give me would really help me out, sailor. <laughs> By the way, your Wikipedia entry refers to you as the Nedster. Pretty weird, huh? Anyways, <laughs> I, anyways, I was sick to my balls when I saw that you were left out of Australia's WC squad. I really wanted to see you play live. I told my friend named Kazushi about my feelings. He's a Kiwi. He said that all Australians are slong-faced rangas. <laughs> I guess that's some down-under slang that I don't get, but I'm not really bothered because Kaz is a dick. <laughs> Anyways, let me know if you ever plan on coming to Japan. We could hang out. I would show you around Nagoya, AKA Samurai City. Number one nethead, Billy. Wow. <laughs> And he responded. Respond. <laughs> he didn't answer many of your he questions. He didn't answer any of my questions. <laughs> he just, well, he liked your support. He, he just appreciates the support. Appreciate. Wow. So I, I told this to my wife, and she said, well, he probably thinks you're like 13 years old or something. <laughs> and so like he doesn't know exactly how to respond. Because yeah, yeah. if he knew, if I said, hello, my name's Billy, I'm 38 years old and originally <laughs> from the States, it would have had a much different feeling to it can't hurt his feelings if you're young. Yeah, exactly. Young if I'm Joey. Young <laughs> what does he think? Uh, anything that you could give me would really help me out, sailor. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but you got to be a Wallabies fan forever now. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a small price to pay <laughs> just to get this. So uh, is he going around showing Captain Hooper this message? Like, what's, what's going on? I, I'm, is he sending it around to the squad? I wonder if, did he read it? I wonder if he read it at all. It's just, oh, just uh, thanks. Just Could have been, yeah, I don't know. Played. Either way, at some point in his life, he stopped, paused, mm -hmm. and then 
took some action in response to an action yeah. I took. So that is uh, an amazing, amazing thing. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Did you send it? He's somewhere reading it, and then oh, I'll reply. To yes. That. And then that I responded back, and then he interacted with that response. Oh. Yeah, thumbs up and a heart. So what's your next next step? So okay, I sent a. Um, oh, phone's ringing. Phone's ringing. Okay, uh, I sent a message to my first crush ever. Ned Hannigan. No. <laughs> my second crush ever. No, no. Chronologically, my first crush. Mm -hmm. uh, she was on the unified gymnastics team for Russia. Oh. The, the 1992 Olympics. What? Svetlana Bolginskaya. Sent her a message, still no response. <laughs> I assume I'll get no response. Uh, I should have sent her the same message, but just changed the sports. Uh, and said, like, my, my friend, I told my friend Kazuchi about my feelings. He's a Kiwi. He said that, I think she's Bela, Belarusian. Uh, I heard, he said that all Belarusians are slong faced <laughs> rangas. <laughs> I appreciate your support, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Does that, I mean, do they say that in Australia? Do they say slong? Um, I haven't heard it. I know it's news, it's Kiwi slang, right? Yeah. Yeah. Rangas? Well, but I think they'll be familiar. <laughs> Even if it's only New Zealand, I'm sure they would have heard it before. But I'm not really bothered because Kaz is a dick. <laughs> I don't think you needed to put <laughs> Oh, and then, then I said, you should come to Nagoya, we can hang out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good stuff. Yeah. So when I saw like the little inbox like icon, mm. my heart just like skipped a beat because I thought, <laughs> oh no, did he actually read this? <laughs> How long was it from when you sent it? And then it was like replied? less than two hours. Less than two hours. Yeah, because oh. I, I guess, you know, Australia is basically on the same time yeah, as yeah. Japan, maybe like one, one hour, hour ahead or something. Mm. Yeah, so I, I sent him the message, I think around like, oh, I, I think I did it before one of my, my 10 o'clock classes. Mm -hmm. So I sent it at like 10, and when I got out, uh, no, 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 it was in the afternoon, because I messaged you immediately after mm. I got the response. Mm. So it must have been uh, before I left, that's yeah. what it was, yeah. But it was within, yeah, a couple hours, yeah. crazy. So it had to have been like at lunchtime then. Mm. Yeah. So I, I guess he, maybe he doesn't have a lot of stuff going on. So I guess maybe next Australian game or yeah. something, then maybe can comment again. Oh, yeah. If they lose, if they lose, if they win. Well, I guess the next game is the big one, so. It would be funny if they played. I mean, like in the future, even if they played. And I like I messaged him, and I was like, I went to the game, but you weren't there. What happened? <laughs> I thought we were gonna hang out. <laughs> kind of reminds me of was it one of the Eminem songs where one of his was it Dear Stan? Stan. Stan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stan. yeah. He must he must be thinking. That's the other thing. Yeah, maybe he thinks I'm like a crazy uh, stalker or serial killer. Dude, you're a beast. How much do you bench? I know it sounds strange, to Ash ask, but how can I get as jacked as you? <laughs> Your Wikipedia entry refers to as the Nedster, which is true. Hmm. Pretty weird, huh? <laughs> and at the bottom, uh, if, if he ever comes to Japan, we gotta be in the supporter section, the Grateful Ned. That's what we call ourselves. The Grateful Ned. The Grateful Ned, yeah. 
and netheads. I won't buy an Australian uniform, but I will wear one of these trash um, bags. Yeah, the trash, bright yellow trash bag. Oh, we gotta. Have you seen, like on the on the Instagram, they have I guess they're like traveling uniform that they wear. They've got like mm. little hats and everything. Oh, yes, 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 yes. It looks like they're going on a safari. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's a it's a rugby thing. I That's think. great. Caps. Oh, things. the caps are so. Do they give like a special cap to the best player of the team? I, th uh, I think it's. I think usually the one hundredth tests. Okay. Well, in New Zealand, it's yeah one hundredth tests. Then you get your special cap. I saw. I, I saw on the Instagram for the, the 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 Wallabies page. Like they have. It's like a green and yellow. Yeah. Like felt cap with. Mm. It almost looks like like a beanie with like a. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, a propeller. Yeah, yeah. It's got like tassels or something. Yeah. It's something like that. That's the traditional. It's yeah. Cap if something. you combine like a fez and a baseball cap, <laughs> it would be like those two merged together. Mm. Oh, I gotta get some of those. Yeah. Or I mean, we could go even more, uh, even more hipster, uh, you know, rugby deep cut, mm. and wear a Waratahs jerseys. Waratahs. To really support you know New South Wales. Mm. I think he'll get a kick out of that. Yeah, it's like. At the, I went to the Japan Samoa game mm -hmm. into the stadium, and I was yeah flying my New Zealand flag everywhere. Got on TV as well. Some people saw it. Sweet. Yeah. Did was, you wear a Waratahs jersey? No, I didn't. Oh, you ass. I was supporting Japan at that <laughs> game. Why? Um, you everyone's. have some problem against New South Wales. New South Wales. Uh, forget about New South Wales. <laughs> no Ned. I think I, I think I told you after that that I I realized why people don't like Australia because mm. <laughs> yeah it was so funny the TV coverage the uh, oh who was the match they were playing against Wales I think it was the Wales, the Wales oh, match yes yeah and yeah they like were showing the spectators and they cut to the Wales fans and they all like looked up and they like oh I'm on the the big screen yeah. and they like they waved mm. and like they kind of hugged each other <laughs> and they cut to the Australian fans and they were all like totally. Uh, what is it? Munted? Munted? Yeah, just Munted. sloshed, like all like Bleh, with beers in their hands. <laughs> I know they like to drink. Yes. Yeah. They 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 looked like they had been a bit overserved. Uncontrollably, I think. <laughs> yes, yes. They probably don't know the results of the game at that's, the end. That's that's the real matches yeah. between you and the bar. Yeah. Sometimes you get the bar, sometimes the bar eats you. <laughs> as they say in the Big Lebowski. Sensible drinking. What's the fun in that? Mm, if you do it sensibly, you have sensible fun. Nah. Yeah. Nothing sensible about the Wallabies, mate. Mm, well, I think the British. Oh, should I say the British? No, the English. The English. They're gonna put. Mm, they'll put the hammer down on Australia. I They're think. gonna get the the bash. The bash. Could, could well happen. What's the name of uh, England's captain? The captain? Who is that? Uh, hmm, I'm not sure. He's the one, he's, he's, he always kicks the conversions and... Ah, uh, um, Owens. Owens, yeah. Um, Farrell. Hmm? Farrell Owens? Owen Farrell. Owen Farrell. <laughs> yeah, not Farrell Owens. That one. Uh, why does he always make that, like, Weird face when he's about to try to kick a conversion, uh, where he like he like looks and he's like, <laughs> it's like if if he was mouthing something he'd be saying like, 
huh, <laughs> huh. But it, it's like his his mouth guard is too big, so his like lip is always like curled up in a yeah. snarl, and he's like squinting. Yeah. I think he has bad eyesight. It, that's what it looks like. Yeah, it's like he's really straining that, to see. Is that the post or? And he just like stands there like like a statue for like fifteen seconds. Does he realize that like his big face is plastered on TV? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't care. I guess not. No. I like. Um, you should check out uh, Mackenzie. He's injured. One of New Zealand's star players, but he got injured, so not on the club, uh, not on the team this time, but. Um, I think yeah, leg injury. Yeah. Yeah. So he would definitely be one of the key players, but he's got the best kicking style. Like, gets all set up, and then he at the end he puts a big smile on his face before he kicks. Nice smile. And then, boots. Yeah. He's got a good kicking game. Yeah. 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 Who's the guy on the the All Blacks who's got the mullet? That would be. Um, good Hugh. Good hue. Good hue, yes. Uh, for, for the people who are listening, a mullet is a haircut where the top is very short and the back is very long. Mm. Uh, or as they say, business in the front, party in the back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's got, he's got a pretty severe mullet. Yeah. I was growing out, you weren't here all last week, so I took a good, I want to say like two to three weeks of not trimming my mustache. Mm. To, uh, to to grow it out, to be like white from Wallabies. Oh, yes, 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 Nick White. Nick White, yeah, 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 because he's got a ridiculous like pirate mustache. Mm-hmm. And I grew it out, and then I started curling it with yeah. wax on the sides. Nobody said anything. <laughs> so I, I just cut it because like it was, everyone was like, oh, Billy's got a big mustache. Well, right on. <laughs> like it wasn't ridiculous enough for people to make any comments on, so like all the humor was lost for me. <laughs> Look at my mustache. Yeah, so somebody, I look so weird. Don't you notice? I've got a weird, like, Pringles guy mustache on my face. Nobody said anything. I was, I was quite disappointed. I, actually, no, I wouldn't have said anything as well. I should, I, maybe Wallabies are going to lose now because I cut it. Yeah. I think there's some deeper meaning with the, those actions. Nick White's probably going to get injured. It could be. Yeah. Butterfly effect. Australia's going down. Mustache effect. Uh, That's no fun. Uh, Would you... Okay. This is, uh, I guess, for... You know, again, I'm, I'm a fan of rugby, first mm-hmm. and foremost. Yes. So I just want to see good footy. The sports. But is England versus Australia, like, alien versus predator for the neutral fan? The, where the, the catch line is, whoever wins, we lose? Because mm. nobody wants England to win. Mm. And, like, probably nobody wants Australia to win either. Yeah. So basically, yeah. So, like, either way, you're like, well, yeah. but those guys are still in it. Hopefully, well, it's kind of like a draw or uh, there's another typhoon where <laughs> they cancel. So, I guess they both get knocked out of the tournament. I don't think that's possible. Uh, it could be possible. Elimination round. Yeah. They're both eliminated. And then, and then one team just gets a bye? Or one something? time gets a bye straight to the finals. That must be nice, but it, who would you have to root for in this? Or I, I shouldn't say, I shouldn't use that verb because uh, down under that has a different meaning. Yeah. Who will you be uh, hoping to win between England and Australia? Uh, I don't care. Well, which, which team, would either team eventually face 
New Zealand before the final? Uh, Are they in the same side of the bracket? Who would they play next? I think England, Australia, then that be Japan or New Zealand side? That's the, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what the, the ramifications of the match are, and I don't, I don't have Wi-Fi up here. Well, I think it would be New Zealand would go up against the winners there. Okay, so who would you rather have New Zealand crush the dreams of? The English team or the Wallabies? Probably English team, there you I go. think. Yeah. So you'd want England to to beat Australia. Yeah, I guess to so that we could crush them. Mm. Like thoroughly trounce them? Yeah. Well we've I think up until World Cup we've trounced Australia so many times <laughs> that it's kind of wow. Uh, you need some fresh meat? Same, yeah. The English. They've been talking it up for a while now, so when it counts, you just smash them. What, what do they call it? The, um... oh geez. So the last, the last couple times that uh, New Zealand and Australia have done some test matches, there was the, the, the 45, 24. Hmm. And I can't remember if that was in Brisbane or in Perth. Perth. What do they call it? They called it like the, the blank in Perth. Uh, like the pummeling in Perth or something. Yeah, the lucky. <laughs> the blip on the radar in Perth. Yeah, it was yeah, something silly. And then after silly. that, they, they, they played to a draw. No. New Zealand, Australia. I believe one no, test no, after, after that. that. Was that before that? No, not the, not the immediately next match, oh. but more recently. No, no, no. No? Not Australia. The recent, I think we lost to Australia, and then the next time we played them, we gave him a Easter egg. Shut him out. Zero, yeah. Shut him down. Zero. 30 or 30 something to zero. I that think. is a whooping. Yeah. That's they a whooping. Haven't played, haven't played after that. A proper whooping. Yeah. Yeah, that would be bad. Don't get, don't get ahead of yourself, guys. That was just the blip on the radar on Perth. Which team do you think would give a harder time? To New Zealand? Yeah. Probably England. Mm -hmm. Eddie Jones? Yeah, Eddie Jones. He's sneaky. Sneaky. Sneaky guy. So he's going to do some cheating, I think, before the game. Mm -hmm. Spying and stealing the tactics nice. of New Zealand. Spike it. Yeah. Well, there was, uh, yeah, watching those videos about why everybody hates England, mm. <laughs> one of the reasons was something like, I think the number of registered rugby players they have mm. is like more than all the other like major countries combined. Oh, really? I think oh. they have like 2.2 .2 million registered players, oh. and then the next closest is South Africa, and they have like 650,000. Mm. Wow! So it's like just mathematically they should win every World Cup, yeah. but like how do they not manage to? <laughs> it's they should, but they won't. Was well, a long, a lifelong suffering uh, England football or soccer mm. fan. I'm sure they'll find some way to crush their expert, their uh, supporters' expectations. Mm. That's if there's anything I know about England, it's that they're good at letting you down. Yes. Just when you get your hopes up. Yeah. They never just, you know. Well, no, I guess in rugby it's a little bit different. Mm. Oh no, no, it's the same in, in soccer as well. Last World Cup. 
England was okay, but the World Cup before that, they didn't get out of their group. Mm. And uh, there was the funny observation that this Rugby World Cup mm. continues the, uh, I don't know if you call it the legacy or the black mark on mm. England rugby, that they're still the only host nation never mm. to get out of their pool. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was a bit worried that for Japan as they, well. No, no. Again, the same, well, not only England, but yeah. Japan, of course, they can get out. England. The bands. What, what was their group like at that World Cup? Uh, not bad. I think it was tough. Wales. And then, what else did they have? Um, yeah, but it kind of came down to one game, I think, where they could have tied with Wales, but they went for the win and, and coughed it up ah, and lost. I think maybe their first game, so that kind of set up the desperation. Yeah, you're behind the eight ball if you lose yeah. the first one. That's yeah. right. Getting off to a good start is really important. So they could have played for the tie. I think penalty kicked the tie. Yep. And then maybe that would have been time up. Yep. But then previously with the Japan game versus South Africa and mm. all that play to sure. go for the win. That's right. I think that might have affected, oh, man, we have to do it as well. Let's go for the win. Messed it up. They messed it up. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's that's unfortunate. Mm. It's been good times though watching the rugby so far. Yes, yes, and it's only gonna get better. Yeah, that the, see the interesting thing was after after everybody gets knocked out uh, from the uh, group stages. I mean, there's no there's no gimmies mm. in the the top eight. Mm. Uh, something I wanted to ask was about the qualification. Do they just take? just that whatever top team is qualified or is it like a regional thing and they take top teams from certain regions regional and then there's also the was it um the other teams which kind of last chance qualification so it's regional and then after that still the last chance for In the top teams from all march regions. madness they would call it like the at large bids uh, so like there's certain automatic qualifications yeah. like if you win this tournament yeah, yeah. or and then there's a certain number of just like open spots that mm. can be given based upon whichever teams the selecting committee sends an invitation to mm. how do they do it do they do it like by world ranking or no in uh so in the regions if they win europe or asia they get through and then I think like the second placing or third placing of that tournament, okay. then they play against uh, other teams who just missed out mm -hmm. from the other qualifications. Okay, and so then they play each other. And so I think the last spot was maybe like Samoa versus Germany. So they play home and away. Interesting. And yeah, yeah, Germany was up there. Huh. So they were just one step away from making the World Cup. But of course, Samoa, they won through. Well, if there's another thing I can say with some certainty from being a, a soccer fan is don't let the Germans in. <laughs> the Germans. And then it'll just suck all the fun out of everything. <laughs> because they'll win? As they just coldly and joylessly and efficiently work their way through all the other teams. <laughs> like that an cold. automaton. Yes. Oh. No fun. That's no fun at all. Just straightforward, unflinchingly, like an unstoppable juggernaut of sadness. 
<laughs> that would be quite interesting seeing rugby. Just the more, the full, <laughs> full on the fields just from. So, so this is how German, German rugby would be. Uh, they get the ball and they just, I guess, they like immediately kick it out for a line in mm. or a line, line out. out. Line out. Uh, the opposite team, the opposing team throws it, but the Germans intercept it. Mm. And even if they're like past their own 22, mm. they they just one continuous maul mm. all the way across the field, yes. like a Volkswagen. Mm. <laughs> and then try, mm. repeat. Yes. That would just be the entire match. That would be it. Any opportunity, line out, maul. Maul and just... Yeah. Unstoppable force. All 15 players. <laughs> they just get everyone. <laughs> That's my my favorite part of rugby so far is the the mall from the the, the line out mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, I love there's always a guy who gets stuck facing the wrong way and he's yeah. just like ah and just getting carried with it <laughs> yeah and he's just like come on and like grabbing people's shirts and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's my favorite play is just like every time it makes me laugh because it's such a ridiculous scene of like. <laughs> It's like some guy just in an ocean of huge dudes and like he just can't do anything. Yeah, like ineffectively waving his, impotently waving his arms. Yeah. Yeah. Basically what the mall is. It's great. Yeah, the mall is the best part of the sport for me. Not as, not as common tactic as these days because if it's not effective, then you lose the ball. Yeah. The end, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. You gotta, that's why, the, but the Germans, they were just... <laughs> It would just move the other team back into the goal area, mm. and it wouldn't even have to be like a dive. They would just somebody would put his foot on top of the ball, and it would be the try. Yeah. So don't let them in. Don't let them in. <laughs> whatever, whatever, at, at all costs, keep the Germans out. All right. I think it was something crazy. Like, I don't know what the record was, but in World Cup, like penalty, like shootouts, mm. is like a huge way of winning matches, mm. especially like in the upper or the later rounds. Mm. And it was something crazy, like, I don't know, like Germany had made like 19 consecutive penalty kicks and like they had never lost the shootout before. Whoa. Yeah, just ruthlessly efficient and mm. totally unresponsive to emotional pressure. <laughs> yeah. Whereas uh, I believe the last European Championships, maybe, mm. I, I think I was, I was here then. And it was something like the fifth time in my life I'd seen England go out on penalty kicks. <laughs> <laughs> like watching it, not, yeah. not just they had gone out in my life. Yeah. Like me sitting in front of a television of some sort and just like tearing my, my hair out as mm -hmm. it's happened again and again and again and again and again. It must be a freaky experience. It's though. horrible. Yeah. I mean, as a player, I, I've... I couldn't do it, but I mean, just as a fan of just sitting there and watching and like, just waiting for the inevitability of it is what, what is uh, the worst? Because like, you just know it's gonna happen. It's it's coming. Somebody's gonna, mm. somebody's gonna botch it. Yeah. And then when it happens, you just go. Oh. It's such a disheartening way to lose. Like if mm. it's a you know dramatic like golden goal like, you know mm. overtime like dagger to the heart, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like ah we lost. Yeah. But just. Yeah, losing on penalties is, I don't know, it's just horrible. Mm. Let's just change that. Let's change it. Flip a coin. I, uh, it would be a better result in my lifetime. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But the last World Cup, they finally won a penalty shootout, and it was like 
people said demons were exercised, but I think they were favored to win the match anyways. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> it doesn't really count until the match is like, you're not expecting to win. Mm. In that case, it was like bullet dodged almost. See, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't play that game in rugby. Mm. Just keep fighting. Yeah. Well, I'm in the later rounds, I guess. Mm. Normal test match draws, okay, right? Yep. Yeah. For the extra time, and then I guess they have the the golden point. I guess mm. the whoever scores next wins. I think, but yeah, I think they just keep playing. Mm. I think ice hockey was like experimenting with where they did like. I know they do shootouts now, which I think is kind of like a lame mm. way to decide the game because it's it would be like doing a free throw contest to win a basketball game. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think they were experimenting in overtime where they do like five minutes of four on four, mm, mm-hmm. and then they do like five minutes of three on three <laughs> after that just to give like more, I guess, open space yeah, on yeah, the yeah. ice, uh, which again seems a little bit contrived, but it's better than a shootout. Yeah, yeah. Comes down to your best players, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Count. Rugby, they should do. They should go to sevens. Sevens. <laughs> okay, sevens time. Sevens time. <laughs> Eight of you get off. That'd be awful at the end of the match. Suddenly you've got to cover all that pitch. Yeah. <laughs> so probably just the survival of the fittest. Yeah, it's like the endurance match. Yeah. Ah, jeez. So that's been rugby. Mm. What else is going on with you, Cos? Mm. You just come back from a week off. You look so fresh and rested. It was just all rugby. Just ruggers all week. Mm. Nice. Oh, went Iwate. Kyoto, Washed rugby. Osaka, Tokyo, Mie. Oof. No, just, yeah. Traveling around? Places. Yeah, yeah. Drinking? Nah, not, not much, not much. Fighting around the world? Yeah. Like Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe. Fighting around the world. <laughs> Oi, Tugger! Yeah. But he's, he's, he's a rugby league fan, isn't he? Yes, yes. I think he has quite a big stakes in a team. South Sydney Rapitos, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, something sports related that would make you laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just absurd. Uh, I shared with you the uh, Amazon Prime series, the, the All or Nothing. I told you about it, mm-hmm. right? They, yeah. They followed a team around for a year. Mm-hmm. And it's really well made. So I watched mm-hmm. the All Blacks one. I watched a couple of the NFL ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched the Manche- Manchester City football one. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not like a big city hater, like my family, but mm-hmm. uh, but it was entertaining. Like mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan, but like it makes you invested in the team. Mm. Uh, and so I was looking for more of them, and they had a series about uh, Borussia Dortmund, oh. which like German, pop- yeah, the German soccer team, team that's yeah. popular in Japan because mm-hmm. Kagawa played there and everything. Mm, that's right. And I don't know; it was originally in German, and then they dubbed it in English. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who did the dubbing or who did, like, the production. Mm-hmm. It's produced by Amazon, but I, I don't know who did, like, I guess the localization or whatever. Yeah. Because there's some times where, like, in the, you know, the documentary, when somebody's speaking, mm-hmm. they'll say the person. It'll have the person's name on screen, mm-hmm. uh, and then it'll have, like, the person's position. Mm-hmm. And for this, this series, I, I watched the first couple episodes, and the dubbing is fine, but when they show the players' names... Mm-hmm. They don't 
share the name, they just share position. Uh, and so there's like famous people like big stars yeah, there's like Marco Royce and like big players yeah. and it just says like forward <laughs> and like the manager is like manager it doesn't say his name it's so and it does it like repeatedly for all yeah. the players like goalkeeper uh, defender maybe it's like a quiz or something I, yeah, I don't like, know I don't know what happened know. like somebody know. forgot to fill out the rest of the template yeah. for like the the like the overlays or something uh, what happened? Was that your job? I thought you were gonna do it. Like, oh, how could they? It. How could they do the dubbing and everything and like line it up and then it's like it, they didn't finish it. Mm. <laughs> so you're just watching it and then like, oh, okay, yeah, he's the forward, and then you see it again later. Oh yeah, it's the same guy. It forward. <laughs> it's it's quite bizarre. How bizarre? How bizarre? How bizarre? That's a, that's a that's a throwback to the old podcast. O O M C. O M C. Oh, oh, Oharu. Millionaire's, Millionaire's Club. Millionaire's Club. Is it Oharu? Oharu. Millionaire's Club, yes. Oharu. 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 You should know this. Oharu. All right. I'm not even a Kiwi, but. Hmm. Not close enough. OMC. OMC. OMC, yeah. yeah. How bizarre. So I was, yeah, I was watching the, uh, the Manchester City documentary and they've got uh, Pep Guardiola he's, he's the, the manager mm -hmm. like most famous football manager mm -hmm. and uh, getting to see like his halftime talks or like his strategy mm -hmm. meetings and stuff he's like a madman <laughs> he's got like the whiteboard with the magnets for the different positions mm -hmm. and he's just like his English isn't that great and he's got a really heavy like Spanish accent and he keeps going like guys 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 <laughs> And he's like frantically like moving magnets around and like, you go here, you go here, you go here, you pass, you pass, you pass, 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 guys, 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 listen, listen. Uh, and uh, I was thinking uh, a few days after watching like just his weird behavior, um, I would like to consider myself the Pep Guardiola of use of space on the subway. Mm -hmm. Because the way people stand in the areas they stand on the subway just drives me nuts. And I want to like move them like <laughs> magnets and like frantically and passionately like explain to them why if you go here it opens up the space. Ugh. I had this idea that <laughs> this was like in my perfect world if I could invent mm -hmm. something. It would be color coordinated floor spots mm -hmm. on the subway cars. And what would happen would be if everybody was optimal optimally using space yeah like you know the most efficient arrangement so mm. the person-to-person -person space is mm. is the the greatest mm. uh, the floor would it, it would be floor LEDs and it would turn yeah, yeah. green green and everyone would know okay <laughs> we're we're at the good like you know the equilibrium point mm. but if it wasn't being efficiently used there would be like a color coordinated spot under you mm. <laughs> and then there would be the same color spot somewhere else and I was telling you you move there <laughs> So like everybody, you'd look down under your feet and be like, there's a purple circle. And then like, you know, 50 centimeters to your left, there's a purple circle. Like, oh, I'm yeah. supposed to go stand over there. And it would just like AI tell everybody where to go. Oh. And then when they all move there, then it would turn green. And like, oh, okay, so this is the best way we could all be standing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That, that was yeah. my dream. Yeah, but, yeah, but some people just don't care. So for the backup plan, you have a... Like the UFO catcher crane. <laughs> You're not moving, okay. Pick you up, grab your head. 
as you're wiggling around, then just <laughs> your arms and legs you, flailing blow. Yeah. And then dumps you onto the spot. You could this just is where you're supposed to be. Uh, you could just move him like a mall. Oh yeah. Uh, yes, that would be. I like the UFO catcher idea mm -hmm. uh, because it would be painful and embarrassing, mm -hmm. and like public shame, which works well here. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, the, I had this thought when I was on the uh, subway last week, and I had my back to the doors, mm -hmm. and I was on the side that the door wasn't opening. Yeah, yeah. So I'm facing the yeah. side where the door is open, mm -hmm. and uh, it was pretty empty train, like most people were sitting and there was like one or two people standing mm -hmm. and I was standing. Mm -hmm. And like a young guy got on, had his head down, looking at his phone and he like walked right at me and stopped like 20 centimeters from my face, <laughs> not looking up the whole time, and like put his bag down like between his legs. <laughs> so we're just standing in like an otherwise pretty clear, like open train yeah. and he's right in my face and he's just standing there and I'm like really this is what you're going to like and so I just waited and I waited and then like eventually he looked up and then shifted his bag over to the right mm. so now we're standing the same distance mm. but we're just looking past each other because he's now like you know 30 centimeters shifted <laughs> to his right to my left Almost like he, he he didn't want to be like, oh, this is weird, and like pick his bag up and move somewhere else. So I thought we need color-coordinated floor lights to tell people where to stand. But then maybe just the next station, there's like 100 people trying to cram into the train. No, the next station all... was Higashi Betsuin, oh. which was, yeah, nothing. Nothing, oh, okay. So yeah, that guy's just inconsiderate. I mean, he just wasn't paying attention. Mm. But if he's looking down at his phone and he sees a big glowing light coming from the ground, he would, I think, pay attention. No. That's what we need. Or shut down his phone as well. Oh! Mm. Oh, that is genius! Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, what it could do is, like... So if people aren't standing in... If people aren't standing in the, the most efficient arrangement, mm it like sends a jamming signal or whatever like yeah. so everybody's phone like the internet doesn't work or something uh, like that <laughs> then everybody would be like oh what the hell <laughs> like who's not standing in the right spot you idiot yeah. yeah people would get immediately like furious if it was like a like an em pulse and it, like mm. shut everybody's device down oh that would be brilliant because then people would definitely like oh all right i got to move yeah here we go it's We've got to write to JR or oh, that'd be great. Japan Railways or someone. Meitetsu. I mean, you wouldn't even need something as dramatic as that. You could just have the conductor over the speaker just turn up the volume all the way and be like, ah, Please move to the right spot, please move to the right spot, please move to the right spot, right spot, right spot, right spot, right spot. <laughs> and like, people would just be like, all right, I'll move. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, that, that kid drove me nuts. I was in such a good mood that day, and I just remember like, just that weird experience of yeah. like, ah, ah, <laughs> making me nuts, man. Uh, People don't pay attention. Pay attention. I still have the thought of, uh, I think I joked with you a long time ago about <laughs> the, uh, the image of when everybody's crowded on the train and the one last person tries to get in and they do the stinger splash to everybody. 
Uh, to get in. To like, get in. Yeah, uh, just go, woo-woo, and then just <laughs> jump in, and like they don't care that like everybody's getting thrown yeah. to the side. Just gotta get in before the doors uh, close. Well, some people do that, eh? It's just, boom. Mall. Yeah, it's like if you can get your hand inside yeah. the subway. I'm like, in. Yeah, people are like, all right, that means I get a spot. Yeah. It's that move where, yeah, you, like, you hook your hand under, almost like you're doing a layup in basketball. Yeah. You touch the inside roof of mm. the subway car, and then you just pull yourself towards people as you turn your back to them, <laughs> and then you just push back. Oh. Yeah, that's good technique. That's that's the way you got to do it. Mm. Yeah. That's nice. Good stuff. Anything else new going on? Mm. No, nothing much. No. Ah. The other random observation I had to make. Mm. I have a list of random observations. We won't mm -hmm. get to them all because we're, we're limited by mm -hmm. time. I don't understand weather applications that predict the temperature on my phone. Because huh. it consistently happens, consistently, where it'll say like high temperature 26, mm -hmm. low temperature 19, mm -hmm. and then I come to work and I look and the actual temperature is 28. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, but you said the high temperature was 26. Mm -hmm. And this is two degrees above that. Mm -hmm. So if, if within, I guess in my thinking, I want the high temperature to be like the maximum it could possibly get. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't reach that height, I can, I can accept that. Mm -hmm. Not like, you know, whatever, like our predict, I don't know how they do the prediction. Mm -hmm. But like, if you say the highest 26, I want that to be like, okay, with the information we have, the highest it could possibly get is 26 mm. degrees. Mm. And then it happened last week where the low, it said like 21, mm. and then I woke up and it was like 16 in the morning. Yeah. It was like five <laughs> degrees cooler. That's ridiculous. And so like some student was trying to show me like, oh, it, they do it like between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. This is the high and this is the uh. low or something. Like I couldn't understand I thought I understood it for a second, but then I was like, wait, that doesn't make any sense either. <laughs> Why don't they just do like from midnight to 11.59 mm. during that time, mm. this is the highest, this is the lowest. Yeah. And then if you want like the exact daily temperature, you could go to like the hourly breakdown yeah. or whatever. But just you see on the screen like high 26, low mm. 20. And you're like, okay. But then you get to work and it's like 29. <laughs> you're like, how did that happen? I, I, I don't understand how it works. It sounds crazy to me. Explain. I think that's, yeah, it's supposed to be max. That's what I thought. Same maximum. Right? But it's consistently like at least one or two degrees above. So, like, what are you telling me then? What does 26 mean if it's 28? Write in, write in and tell us. I've taken, I've taken screenshots of this because it bugs me so much. <laughs> I don't know if I, have a, if I have a good one queued up for you here. This makes for great podcasting because people can't see can't see my screen. Oh, I wonder if I deleted it. The 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 16 when the low is 25. That's oh, okay. Here you see we get something like this. Wait, it doesn't have the temperature on it. Give me a second, I'll find a better one. And this will be really, really entertaining for everybody. Oh, okay. oh yes, here it is. Thursday today, the high 28, the low 21. The temperature now, 16. So now it's like 6 a.m. And they're saying today, 28, 21. So 
what does that mean, 28 and 21, if now 7 a.m. it says 16 degrees, 8 a.m. it says 18 degrees, 9 a.m. it says 21. So is 28 to 21, does that mean like 9 a.m. to 9 p.m.? That seems a little off. Because then, like, what if you have to work and you're doing like a midnight shift or whatever? You have to look at like the previous day's forecast to get the next morning until 9 a.m.'s temperature? It's all crazy. Isn't that weird? It is weird. It's so bizarre to me. How bizarre. How, How bizarre. bizarre. So when I started looking at this, I was like, well, what does that mean? What does 28 high, 21 low mean if at 8 a.m. it's 18 degrees? And that's their prediction. I think you need to write in. I, I, I need to like Google how, it's just two numbers, it's a high and low, why is it so complicated? <laughs> the other thing that gets me is when it says uh, percent chance of rain, zero percent, and then mm -hmm. it's rain. That's happened to me twice. Wow. Zero percent is a very strong prediction. <laughs> it means like there is no possible chance it will rain today, and yet it's done it, it's happened twice to me. Google is it? Sounds very shady. This is Apple. Uh, Apple. Yeah. Apple. But they're using stuff from the Weather Channel. Mm-hmm. So. That's very bizarre. It is quite bizarre. Yeah. How bizarre. How bizarre. Do you like, How bizarre. Do you like looking at this? This Wallabies wallpaper here? Wallabies? No. I don't like anything Australian. Nothing? Nothing. How about the Australian ladies? Nothing. No, oh, wow. Ouch. My first ever girlfriend was Australian. Your first crush? No, my first, uh, like, girlfriend, girlfriend. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. No, she was wonderful. Yeah. Went back and watched uh, Flight of the Concords with uh, Keitha. Mm -hmm. I think Jermaine's uh, Australian girlfriend. Ah, uh, yes. Like, did she have the accent? It sounded kind of like ours, just an evil version. <laughs> Good memories. Good memories. <laughs> All right, Kaz, anything else to add? Uh, no. No? I'm good. So we've, we've got to wrap it up. We, we did a good, like, 40 minutes on, on footy talk. Wow. And that's the short version. Yeah, I hope the listeners uh, are, are as rugby happy as we are. Mm-hmm. Because if not, I don't think they'll be listening again. Oh, but it's only lasts until the World Cup finishes. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll put the description here as you know, warning. Rugby heavy episode. <laughs> Skip to the forty-five minute mark <laughs> to get to uh, the normal delusional rant mm. that I make. So, uh, well, then you have to think of a closing out phrase as the tradition goes. Oh. I think before it was, we're out of here, mm. rock on was one. Mm -hmm. Good night, nurse. All right. And with that said, yes, good night, nurse. <laughs>